Welcome oh. to the Grim Cash Weep Show, oh. episode 61. I'm your host, Levi, joined by Hadar. Hello. Lex. Hello. And Chris. Hi. <laughs> I'm For- here. Forgive any chair farts you hear throughout the episode. <laughs> Someone Thank got a new chair. Thank you for the example. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Obviously, we're all adults. Oh, yes. Clearly. I'm clearly adults. Farts are not funny, and they never will be. Never, ever. Yeah, farts are not funny at all, guys. They are shameful, and you should feel shamed anytime air escapes your ass. Don't let anyone know that you fart. Never. Keep that Hide shame. it like a deep shame that you want no one to know about. Yeah. Never fart ever, not even in the comfort of your own home alone. Uh, don't burp either. Make sure all that gas stays internalized until you explode. Yes. Explode. I also want to point out, Levi. Yeah. Nah, nah. You're not allowed to say that even as a joke. What do you mean? <laughs> Levi, you are the king of this group when it comes to shitting your pants. Yeah, that's and then true. just being like, I "Yep, that have was me. never once shit my pants." It smells like it presence. though. <laughs> I feel like you may have sharded in front of me at one point or another. Nah, I'm pretty good about keeping mm. in control nowadays. No, farts are just so thick; they stay around for a while. Yeah, oh, thick boys. Oh no! Nothing like some good old stanky Chipotle farts. If you just choose the worst food that you know is gonna make you gassy, too, but it's on so purpose. good. It's so good. No, the worst was the curry. That was the worst. Mm-hmm. That oh, was no. really bad. Was no. undoubtedly the worst. No, not the curry farts. No, <laughs> those were pretty bad, dude. <laughs> oh shit. So, I realize I've said something now. How do you say Chipotle? Am I saying that right? Chipotle. It's Chipotle, right? yeah. Chipotle. Yeah. If okay. you say Chipotle one more time, I'm going to sue you. And you will win. I, don't, I didn't hear what you said you were going to do, but yes, I would win anyway. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm saying it right. Because I have yes. never once been confident in my life Chipotle. that I'm saying that correctly. So, yeah. I always assume I'm saying some bastardized white man version of it. Chipotle is fine. We <laughs> accept Chipotle in this house. We I, think, I know. I used to say Chipotle. Is what oh, I used. God. Yeah. Oh, no. We don't accept that in this house. There's an L. <laughs> yeah. After the T. Nah. Not before. <laughs> <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle is the worst one I've heard. I Chipotle. think, unironically, that that sounds worst. Because I've heard the Kai Pottle, like that's completely ironic. But like, unironically, Chipotle is the worst one. Yeah, that's bad. I don't think I've ever heard that said out loud. Oh, I have. I've, no. I've thrown in an ironic Kipotle every now and then. Yeah, I'll say Chipotle every now and then. I've heard Chip- Chipotle. You want to know where I heard that? Not from oh, yeah. a normal person, but from a professional chef on the Food Network. So <laughs> you know it's a bad time. <laughs> well, they just do not give a fuck. No, they don't give a fuck at all. It's whack. 
while we're on the subject of food i have a question all right let's do this i recently saw a poll on twitter Uh uh-huh it was breadsticks versus cheddar biscuits okay the winner is breadsticks right i'm not wrong yes like olive garden breadsticks versus it just says lobster biscuit it just says breadsticks but everyone knows olive garden has the best breadsticks available yeah you would go to olive garden just to have breadsticks yeah okay i'm just making sure i'm not crazy because cheddar biscuit is winning and i think that's crazy i like cheddar biscuits i love the cheddar biscuits but like you can eat more breadsticks than you can eat cheddar biscuits. Oh, yeah. Just keep bringing them baskets, bro. I'll keep eating them. I don't give a fuck. But, like, cheddar biscuits, you have, like, two, and you're like, oh, God, I'm dying. Like, yeah, they're so dense. My I liver is failing. Fucking, <laughs> I remember back in my fucking elementary school, we had breadsticks, right? And we had these really shitty, you know, like, cool shit uh, pasta. Like yeah. spaghetti. I would just fucking dig that shit out. Eat the fucking inside of the breadstick and just put the spaghetti in there and just eat that because it made it taste like actual fucking food. King. Breadsticks are king. Yeah. All, all I ever ate at lunch, because we had a Little Caesars pizza at our high school. Yes, yeah, same. Just drown that shit in ranch and hot sauce every uh, day. That's what all of us did at lunch every day. I bring day. my lunch, so... so uh... I did that for like a week and then i was like i'm too lazy yeah i bring my lunch i bring my lunch like maybe once a week and then just starve the rest of the time oh yeah yeah talk about those fries they had too what about okay why would why would a carry high fries low-key kind of fire though i don't think i've had better fries since i left that school (laughs) yeah yeah, that sounds like fire like they were actually pretty fucking. They fire. were so good. I don't know if this is just like nostalgia, but I'm pretty I sure say they were good. They were like, uh, they were kind of like if you've ever had rallies or checkers fries. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Kind of like that, but like with a lighter coating on the outside. Clearly, they were just pulled out of a bag, frozen bag, and thrown into a fryer. But like for some reason, they just hit right. It was fantastic. Yeah. It's fries are one of the things where like frozen is usually better than like natural cut fries. Unless you're like, unless, unless you're doing full double dip Belgian style fries, in which case, if you have frozen potatoes for that, you should probably just die. I'll, I'll make that statement. I don't care. I just had some sick ass waffle fries from PDQ. Nice. Waffle fries, pretty good. Waffle Waffle fries, fries the best fashion to eat your fries in yeah first fast food fry wendy's yeah yeah or well i yeah burger king is even better than wendy's i've never had i disagree i think burger king fries are worse than wendy's fries never i don't know wendy's like don't salt their fly fries oh well wendy's has good like bacon fries it depends wendy's depends on the location yeah, that's true. I feel like that can be said I've about never had restaurant, good though, because, like, I've had good Taco Bell, and then there's, like, shitty, like, we let the lettuce sit overnight. Um, oh, my like... God. We have to talk about this. <laughs> Real quick, as somebody who works at Burger King, like, Burger King fries, if they fucking cook him a little extra, great. If they cook him, like, for the amount of time they're supposed to or less, nah. Yeah. There is only one yeah, thing worth ordering. Thing. On the Burger King menu, and it is ten piece nugget for a dollar. Yeah, the chicken fries are fucking fire, though. 
Yeah, you're right. But yeah, exactly. I don't know. Chicken fries are a little dry. A fr- price to food ratio, nugs, no question. Yes. Like they, they're what I expect for a dollar. They're not the best nuggets, but they're no, what I expect for a dollar, and that's that's fine. They aren't spicy nugs. You can't they're, complain they're about spicy. ten nugs for a dollar. Yeah, they have uh, no. They're eight nugs for a dollar now. Ten nugs for one forty nine. That's whack. That's disgusting. Damn. Okay, I'm done. I'm boycotting. Fuck for <laughs> yeah, we have nugs now, though. You have lost all respect. But, uh, well, there was something I was gonna say about. Oh yeah, fucking the, the crispy chicken out of a fresh like new oil. Just came out of the, just came out of the oil. The oil's new. Great. Otherwise, eh, I could probably go. I could probably go to like McDonald's and get the same amount of th- and get like the same quality, and like not even worry about it. What if you just walked, have better problems? What if you just walked up into a McDonald's and was like, "Yo, I want um fries, but made with new oil." <laughs> no, they they would be like they would they laugh, would you laugh out. in your fucking face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Any mm-hmm. Would fucking laugh you out. Yeah, you do not understand the cheer amount of bullshit it takes to fucking replace fr- uh, fr- uh fire oil. Yeah, it's really it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Like it takes fucking forever. They have to clean that shit like like mad. They they don't you don't drain that shit. Like you have to clean that shit like proper. I worked at a goddamn fried chicken restaurant. Yeah, well maybe if y'all <laughs> just weren't so lazy and undeserving of your jobs, like <laughs> I can't even Thank can't even say it seriously. The joke couldn't even be said. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm outraged. Taco okay. Bell. Yeah. They are removing potatoes. Yes. Oh yeah. Which is stupid because like Cause the we're the only ones that buy them. So good. <laughs> I don't know that about at all, so I'm fine. I don't know. I'll My last look. few experiences with Taco Bell has been like gross old lettuce, and I don't want to eat it anymore. Yeah, and like the whatever they did with the cheeseburger, whatever thing, that shit was disgusting. I don't know. Taco Bell has been nothing but kind to me in my life. I worked at Taco Bell. I don't care for Taco Bell. I'll eat it if someone else is paying for it. That's pretty I much it. I used to eat it often, but like I don't really like it that much anymore. No, there is it's currently like, three... sorry, go ahead. Just after getting so much gross lettuce. I, it just like uh, there I don't are eight ingredients at Taco Bell. Yep, total. That's it. Yeah, there and are what? There are eight ingredients total at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything else, that's not counting condiments, mind you, because you know there's the quesadilla sauce and all that shit. But like, aside from that, it's all just combinations of those same eight ingredients, and it all tastes exactly the fucking same. Yeah, that's very true. I'll I'll throw into this. I don't eat lettuce, so I always order it without. So I'm a little biased in that. Mm. Yeah, because you're one of those weird bitches that doesn't like vegetables. Lettuce is good when it's good. You are wrong. I will eat everything but lettuce. Wow. Why? It's it's not good. I watched you eat salads. Well, that's because those salads had a bunch of good stuff, and you can't taste the lettuce. Lettuce. Okay, I'm not. Any good salad is half lettuce, so that you don't taste it. That no. Okay, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. Look. Also, spinach (laughs) is better than lettuce. 
I agree with that. I'll eat some spinach. Spinach is, spinach is better than lettuce. Better than lettuce. Okay. I, just like, I just don't like vegetables. I will eat a raw ass tomato though. You motherfucker will put ketchup on pasta. I don't want to hear your input on what? food. What? 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 Say that again. It's just a smooth tomato sauce, and no, you know it's it. Not. No, it is not. Yes, it okay, is. ketchup goes on mac and cheese. What? Uh, what the fuck? Excuse me. <laughs> yes, I'm I, with you. I Lex. have a problem with that. I'm ketchup with you, and Lex. hot sauce. Stop, yes. stop it. <laughs> okay, hear me out on this. It's a little less controversial. Ketchup scrambled eggs. I'm done. What did you say? Less controversial, you dumb motherfucker. I'd say if the eggs are salted good, you do like scrambled eggs and hot sauce. But if it's like Waffle House well, eggs that have no seasoning myself. on them, you need ketchup for that. I'll throw some. I don't. I don't. I don't actually eat it, but I've had it before, and it's not bad. It is not bad. <laughs> I had to go get a beer. I, I can't. I couldn't with what I just heard. Um, what about like I really like syrup and uh eggs. No. No yeah. stop. I've never had it, so I can't say. But I'd be down. I'd try it. Why is the show turning into a let's talk about food show for 30 it, minutes we, before we talk about it? Every time you're on, Lex, we always start. <laughs> With with heated food discussion. It's true. <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. Look forward to just us arguing about food as a show on YouTube. Oh, yeah? We just argue about food for 30 minutes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so did I. And I was okay. supposed to be making it. <laughs> okay, we'll move on from heated food discussion to weeks. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So I'll okay. start. Um, first things first, as you probably noticed, I'm not in jail, or am I? They got really good Wi-Fi there, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they got some pretty good mics set up and everything. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm currently sharing a bunk bed with Juan. He's a pretty cool guy. Why he gotta be Juan, though? Yeah. You know, you know why he gotta be Juan. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he gotta be the one. What did you want? What Ken? <laughs> a bunkmate, Ken? David? What about Tyler? David? Tyler? Yeah, Tyler's <laughs> totally in prison. Like, a bunkmate, Jerome, pretty cool guy. God. We're both went for completely different black names at the exact same time. <laughs> okay. But um, I'm obviously I'm not in jail. I survived. Yeah. It worked out. His yeah. ass. Yeah. yeah. All he had to do was pay two hundred and eighty something dollars. And it's, yeah, it's not showing up on my insurance or my, uh, like, DMV shit, so I'm good. What, what did nice. you have? Speeding ticket, like, months uh, ago, right before uh, Rona started. And they waited until now. <laughs> yeah, Thomas just had his court date, too. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, so we're just going to downplay this. It's not technically a speeding ticket. We're just mm -hmm. going to pretend like a taillight was broken and just charge you with that instead. This episode of the Weeb Show brought to you by the United States Judicial System. Uh, <laughs> fucked. That's what it is. <laughs> if they're listening, you're doing great. Keep it up. No, if you're not, they're not. If they're not no, go no, they're not yourself. doing great. Levi, take it back. Listen, right now. <laughs> if I'm ever in a courtroom again and this podcast gets played, I have to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my same argument as 
I will never shit talk robots on the internet because when they take over, they're going to screw up through all this. Yeah. Hell, I we will have be a good boy. I'll serve you. I'll be your jester. Whatever you want. I have a robot four Just feet from me right now. Keep me alive. <laughs> I embrace our robot overlords. <laughs> Alexa, I love you. Get fucked. I'm yeah. sorry if you're listening to this out loud. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> so, okay, games I've been playing. We'll start out with the biggie Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. That's a video game that came Tsushima. out. Sushi Man. Sushi Man. The next Mega Man. Uh, That's racist. Mega Man time. Okay. Talk about Ghost of Tsushima. So, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, it's a, an open world um, Ubisoft S game. Yeah. Where you go around clearing camps, finding shit. It's very Far Cry, but no guns, just pretty good, like, sword combat. Yeah. You switch between four different stances. There are four different enemies to counter all those stances, and you have to constantly hop stop between them all to kill enemies. The story takes place in three acts. The first one is kind of slow. Second one, really good. I just finished the second one. I'm going to be starting the third one soon. Yeah. What I think so far is the story's great. There is way too much useless side content that goes nowhere. And Mm. the map is overflowed with stupid shit like Ubisoft games. (laughs) Like, for example, there are places you can stop to make haikus and it gives you cool hats. There's um, onsens all over the place you can go to that increases your maximum health. You can chase foxes to get charm slots. And these are everywhere. Yeah. And after chasing about 20 foxes, it gets pretty fucking boring. (laughs) But all in all, like, I've had to take the route where for the first act, I did basically everything and cleared the whole map. Almost burned myself completely out of the game. (laughs) So I went into the second act where I was like, I'm ignoring literally everything other than story content. And it's working. Okay. Uh, Biggest downside to the game is very repetitive combat. Mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, there's four stances that counter four enemy types. Swordsmen, spearmen, shields, and brutes. That's all there is. When you run into a brute, hold R2 and press square to enter that stance and kill him. Spearman walks up to you. Enter spear stance. Swordsman, sword stance. Break their... Hit him with a few heavy attacks to break their poise and then kill them. And that's all the combat in the game. Cool. So basically what I'm hearing is instead of my Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you have Assassin's Weeb Katana Monogatari. Uh-huh. That's what I heard too. Uh, yes i'm okay with that the only upside i'd say over odyssey is it's a lot shorter that's an upside for you not for me (laughs) because i want to say i got like 50 percent of the way through odyssey and just stopped that's fair 
Yeah. Game. Well, you also don't finish games, Levi. Yeah, it's true. You and Adrian have that similar syndrome of inability to complete. Well, it's 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 the same thing that I always run into where for the first third of the game I try to do everything. I get overpowered. I get to know the combat system really well. And then I get bored because the rest of the game is just that repeating. And the only thing to draw you in is the story, which in uh, Tsushima is pretty good. Other, than, But yeah, like Doom Eternal, the only reason I'm, I plan on going back to that later, it's just a really fucking hard. And I don't have the patience for it right now. But no, I, I probably finish half the games I play. Solid 50 percentage. Up next, I'm uh, just the game. T- hold on really quick. I'm just the type of person that can't justify spending money on something and not finishing it. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> not Sam. I can finish the main story, but I usually don't have the patience to do 100% on most. Oh things. yeah, no. Like I I'm not the patience to do Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, Fuck that. I'll usually 80% something. You know what I mean? But I'm not like Garrett levels of I must 100% the game. Yeah, Garrett's just on some other shit. Like, he's an achievement hunter. Like, well, that God. was me in high school, middle school. I 100%ed a fuck ton of games. I have 100%ed maybe two games in my entire life. And they're I'd both probably 15 to 20. It just depends on how fun the side content is. Cause there's like, like in Breath of the Wild, 900 Korak seeds. Like, no, no, I'm sorry, but no. No. Not for a shiny golden turd. Yeah, not for those stupid little fucking puzzles. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, up next, a game I'm definitely not going to beat, but I'm having fun with so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's fun, Paper Mario. It's gone from hard, like, RPG mechanics to a puzzle game. Oh. I'm out. Where the... The RPG, like, you still have the thing where you, like, tap A every time you jump on an enemy's head. But at the beginning of every combat sequence, you essentially have to solve a puzzle to be efficient. Mm-hmm. But it still has fun Paper Mario dialogue and characters that you get out of almost no other Mario games. Yeah. I love Paper Mario just, uh, games just for, like, that atmosphere. Exactly. It's just... Fun jokes that you get in literally no other Mario game ever. And like um, Bowser's Inside Story too. Oh yeah, Bowser's. That, that's Mario that. RPG games are also are the second source of good Mario things. Yes. God, then now that you think about it, they really knock Mario out of the park. Mm-hmm. Almost every time they get some. They really do. Out. And like Mario Maker will keep. Mario fans entertain forever. Keep them safe. I'm just waiting for Odyssey 2. Yeah, I want to play Odyssey. I've only heard good things about it. It's so good. I think I liked it more than Breath of the Wild. What? I've heard that several times from several people. Well, my only qualm with Breath of the Wild is that I don't feel like... I don't feel like there's enough story... And that, like, just not enough stuff in general. They just spent too much time making 900 Korak seeds instead of giving us content that matters. Yeah. Like, you look at Breath of the Wild, very large open map spread out with everything to do compared to Odyssey, where it is 
not extremely large, but it's like more linear. It's it's big maps covered in all kinds of stuff you can do if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, you know, all together like super it's a lot like um Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Uh up that's all the games I've really been playing, you know, still on that dead by daylight grind, all that stuff. TV shows. I am about two seasons into Hannibal. Okay. Why aren't you two seasons into Symphogear? <laughs> I am not prepared to answer that question. I'm pleading to you my Fifth Amendment right. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. At some point. But Hannibal, um, you guys know anything about the show? No. So, okay. A uh, little editing jankiness right there but uh hannibal yeah basically it is this autistic semi-autistic detective that gets hired by the fbi to investigate serial murders Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the whole thing with him is he experiences severe empathy to the point where he can't help but put himself in someone else's shoes and he kind of um puts himself in the mindset of the killer to find out what happened. Yeah. He puts himself so far into the mindset that it's beginning to hurt his mental stability. Because mm-hmm. he essentially lives as the killer in the moment of the killing. Oh. And so all these killings are happening, and he eventually gets assigned a psychiatrist to help him out. And the name of that psychiatrist is Hannibal. Hmm. Uh, we all Hannibal. We've seen that movie, right? Well, yes. Yeah. Those of us who haven't still know what the fuck's up with that. Yeah. It's so, like everybody knowing the. It's like everybody knowing the Darth Vader's Anakin Skywalker, and people just know this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's a minor spoiler. You find out within like the first episode, but <laughs> that he's a cannibalistic fucko. Yes, his psychiatrist <laughs> Hannibal is the one killing a lot of these people. And oh god. Eat. Imagine you try to go to the doctor and you figure out your doctor's killing people, dude. Exactly. So the whole time he's going to the psychiatrist, and Hannibal in this universe is extremely smart, well-educated, cunning, scary guy. Well, yes. So the whole time he's going to the psychiatrist, Hannibal is essentially slowly pushing him into craziness Aww. instead of helping him. Yeah, and it's good. I'm just that's all because there's I'm not going to spoil anything else, but that's essentially how most of the show rides. All I'm going to I'm I'm going to ask one question and it's yes. only two words and all I need is a yes or no or answer. Okay. Angel wings. I what? All right, never mind. Keep going. Okay. Oh, it's also worth noting it's a uh, Mads Mickelson. Oh yeah. As Hannibal, so you know, you got some good acting. Oh yeah, 100%. I've seen quite a bit of that show. Not all of it, but quite a bit of it. It's really good. Uh, up next, um, Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. I mean, what can I say? Everyone knows it, that's that's the Levi show. It is a yeah. fucking Levi show. Me and Thomas have been watching that actually. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and then um, since season two of the show is coming up on Friday. July the 31st. 
I am watching the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Today, for those of you listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's based off a comic book, I believe, right? A Gerard Way, yeah. Or Gerard Way, yeah. Basically, just a bunch of kids were basically bought by a man to become a superhero squad. Okay. And, and that fucked with their mental states hard. And then 20 years later, the old man dies and mysteries to be had. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And especially if season two is dropping, I'd say go ahead and watch it. Yeah. Before you get spoiled. Yeah, that's true. Because it is a really, it's a worthwhile show to watch. Indeed. And lastly, I have been reading Kaguya Love is War. Ah, yes. We're back. <laughs> We're back in here. I mean, I have nothing to say other than like, yes, nine out of ten fucking anything. Yeah. If you dig a Komi-san, fucking check this out. Same sort of vibe. But you can, yeah, but you can tell. I don't know if it's the mangaka or just the uh, translators, but it's made by just like weeb trash. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There are so many references to so much shit. There is, there is like it's it's in the actual source material. That shit's fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's one panel where one of the characters Ishigami, he's like the nerd otaku of the group. And someone in the school comes up and asks him for love advice. Also he's known like, as best boy. Best boy. And he's like, yeah, 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 man. I got you. No mm-hmm. problem. And then in like a thought bubble above his head, it just says Ishigami is a monster virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Ishigami wasn't the monster virgin. virgin. Um, um, Jirogane was the monster virgin because he has complete and utter confidence in himself and is a fucking cherry boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's so the good. monster version. The fucking narrator make really makes this fucking uh, manga. Oh yeah, and it's, got- it's that's even enhanced in the anime. Yeah, like, <laughs> he just just full stop on the episode to the yeah. fucking narrator being like, "This is where he fucked up." <laughs> and it's did, just- you get to the, did you get to the lie? Yes, I've gotten there. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> But she lied. That but happens like four times. There's like four, but she lied. It's yeah. great. That's what. And yeah. then, and then, fucking Chica. She was telling the truth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably Chica and Shirogane probably have my favorite relationship in that manga. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just the scene when he's playing volleyball and she's just I raised like, that boy. I raised that boy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Oh my god. Chica, Chica is great because she she comes off as a total dumbass, and that's because she is a total dumbass. But deep down, she's better than that. Is she? No. <laughs> but we can pretend. We can pretend for her sake. <laughs> Nothing for her sake. Every now e- She's a secret mastermind when it comes to certain things. She's she cheating, cheating at games. Yes, oh, she's yeah. a mastermind. She is a fucking force of nature. Indeed. We well, are all Chica on the inside. We are. It's a little bit Chica to everybody. The anime adaptation is one of the best anime, anime adaptations. Oh, it is 
So good. Just that episode three ending in and of itself is one of the best anime things that's ever happened. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. I could go on about because all of the characters in that manga are like perfect. That's yeah. a whole side episode just talking about fucking Kaguya Savalova's war. I'll end my week there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll run. Um, so I played some games. And I watched where do, where do you guys want to start? Because I got shit to say. I start with games. games. All right. So games that I played. I'm saving one for last. Um, obviously, I've been playing my uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey still. So working on those DLCs and all the side shit. Um, I've been grinding out more Rocket League. Rocket League's Rocket League. Doesn't change. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. Katamari Damacy Reroll. On PC. It's whack, bro. It's kind of whack because you you have to finish the tutorial to unlock the system menu to change it to full screen. Oh. So until then, you have a little four by four window. <laughs> That's oh. terrible. To play the intro in. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 thank you. But I did it. And after that, it's just Katamari, but 1080p. And I'm happy with that. You know? Bro, like, the things. <laughs> Heads up, game developers. You want to do everyone a favor. Let us enter the settings before we start the game. Yeah. 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 Oh, like, just little title splash screen. And then yeah. little start options exit. That's all you need. That's all you need. And I'm fine. That's you know? exactly what Tsushima does. It puts you right on a banner screen where it lets you go through brightness, what language you want, and all that kind of stuff. And then you immediately go into the game. Yeah, I'm cool with that. But no. But uh, yeah. So also, been- yeah, yeah. Especially for like people who are hearing like disabled, yeah. like not being able to put subtitles on uh, uh, like on your game right away really fucks with me. All yeah, right, because- let's, let's run with this right now. Let's carry on the torch for our, our, our fallen brother fathers, right? Subtitles should be on by default. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking video mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact we'll, that... We'll carry that torch. <laughs> the fact that you can have a beginning cutscene with no subtitles immediately fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Put them on by default, and if you want them off, take them off. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Is it... It's the issue with uh, my mom, where like she cannot watch anything with subtitles on. Mm. I know some people like that. It just like pisses them off too much. Well, I mean, and we're all like anime we're all watching weebs, so, so we're, we're used to subtitles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, subtitles should be on by default. Anyway, yeah. Moving on from the option catastrophe that is Katamari Damashi reroll. Um, what else? So, Skater XL came out. 1.0 dropped uh, on the 28th. And I played it vanilla. No mods, no stat mods or anything, right? Mm-hmm. For like two hours while I was waiting on the modders to fix the mods to work with 1.0. And I can gladly say that the version that people have on consoles, currently PS4 and Xbox, Switch in the future, is perfect, perfectly playable, perfectly fine. The complaints that I see most from people are 
the controls aren't like Skate 3, which, of course, they're fucking not. It's a different God. game. Yeah. Um, the maps are... There's not enough maps. Excuse me. There are six huge-ass fucking maps, plus the three small ones that we had before. Um, And then... What else? There's also the gravity still being a little floaty. And that is the only one that I can't help you with. But I can say for anyone listening that uh, uh, doesn't like that or, you know, w- hopes for that, that the dev team is a very active part of the modding community as well. Um, and, and I have been a member of this modding community since December of 2018 when the game first came out into early access. And I have spoken to the devs because they're in that server and we all just talk together like friends because that's how that works. And is they, it? Yes. <laughs> um, and I will say Skater XL is a game that is entirely driven by the community. If the community wants for them to put in a like difficulty select, let's say that the current physics is easy mode. And then you want a a normal difficulty, which is, you know, lowered gravity, but you still get the, the auto catch. And then a hardcore mode where you have a manual catch. If you want that, you got to let them know. Complaining about it on in a Discord server completely unrelated to it isn't going to help. Complaining about it on a Facebook group is not going to help. If you if you want those things to happen, you need to let the devs know that you want them to happen. And they are currently working on that issue of the gravity. They're currently working on difficulty selection. And they will be adding more maps as time goes on and more customization options as well. It is a it is while this is 1.0, they specifically called it 1.0 to insinuate that it is not the final product. This is just the release for everyone to be able to play it and be able to give their feedback. In the menu, if you hit the start button, there is a menu to leave feedback. There is a menu option to leave feedback to the developers. And they get all of that feedback. That's a great option, honestly. Exactly. They want our input on what we want to see so that they continue to they can continue to mold this game into a thing that we all enjoy. Um, that being said, I play on PC, so I got my mods. So I play it the way that I play it and I enjoy it. Um, what are we, uh, retailing for 30, 40, 40. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you bought the early access on steam, uh, you got upgraded for free to version 1.0 and that was $20. But if you did not, it is 40 and that will be the permanent price from here on out. Um, obviously it'll go on sale at some point, probably more than likely, but buying that, buying it for that $40 isn't paying $40 and that's all you get. It's buying into that and all of the future content that gets rolled out as well, because they've said they will not be charging for any further updates. There will be no DLC. It will all just be added straight to the game. So I'll be back in like two seconds. Okay. Skater XL is a fantastic skating simulator, and obviously skateboarding is a huge part of my life. Fucking. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. 
It's okay. Cool. It's a great game. And uh, anybody who's even mildly interested in skateboarding should try it out. If you're not interested in skateboarding, just don't. Like, yeah, right. If it's not made for you, it's made for skateboarders or fans of skateboarding culture. That's what it's for. Yeah. And as we've said, don't go in expecting skate. It's not EA Skate. It is not EA Skate. If you want EA Skate, it's fuck no, it's not Tony Hawk. Um, yeah, it is a skateboarding simulator. Yep, literally, it's in the fucking like notes. It's in the description on the store page. So you have been warned. Um, That being said, coming up on three hundred hours. Here's to fucking three hundred more. Uh, that's uh, the maps are so big that i haven't even like the downtown la map i have skated maybe a quarter of that map since launch mm-hmm. and i've put in 15 hours since 1.0 came out and i've been skating almost exclusively the downtown la map so Good shit. that says something that map's fucking huge the high school map is also fucking huge and then there's a couple more pretty good ones. Um, and then the last game I have to talk about. I'm trying to kill some time because I want Hadar to be here for this one. I'm here. I just got oh, I'm here. Okay, cool. Fine. Fuck you guys then. All right. I played a video game. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know if you could call it a video game. Video game? It's an FMV game, right? Uh-huh. I played okay. an FMV game. Full motion uh-huh. video for those of you who don't know what that means. And if you don't know what full full motion video means, I mean it is a movie with real people. And then it's a choose your own adventure type thing, right? But here's the thing about this one. The game uh Death Come True is a Live action movie format game by the creator of the Danganronpa series. Oh. And you can tell. Holy shit, can you tell? So, I'm just going to go over the basic premise. And then I'm going to keep my fucking mouth shut. Because at the beginning of the game, it opens with the main character staring at the camera being like, Hey guys, so uh, don't fucking spoil this shit. <laughs> Real quick, what was the name of this game? Death Come True. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, um, so. Death Come True. It is an experience. It's like two hours long, right? It's, it's a movie. It's a feature-length movie. Um, and so you're a man. You wake up in a hotel room. And then uh, you go to the bathroom you wait you're fully amnesiac right and then you go to the bathroom there's a girl tied up in the bathtub oh not dead just tied up in the bathtub and then you walk out of the bathroom and you look at the tv and on the tv you see your face and the newscaster is saying that the serial killer blah 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 name character is still at large and then you're like serial killer what and so the whole game is about figuring out who you are first off what's happening why the fuck you're being called a serial killer and 
how to get the fuck out of this hotel. Mm -hmm. And if any of you have ever played or seen anything related to the Danganronpa series, you know how this story is going to go. <laughs> There's going to be some fucking mind fuck bullshit. And boy, I'm what ready. Is. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it. Is it is a oh, fantastic little, little thing. I enjoyed it heavily. And I refuse to say anything more than I already have because, uh, yeah, it's just great. If you die, oh, the death screen. That's all I'm going to say is the death okay. screen. I have it's added it to my wish list. Please do. Um, yeah, I'll probably is, buy it after this. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is sixteen dollars on Steam, oh. and that is perfectly, perfectly fine. Like, like I said, it's it's like two two hours long, right? But like that sixteen dollars, that's a, that's a movie ticket. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's the same price for PS4 too. Yeah, like that's a movie ticket, and this is a movie. Like it's 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 obviously weird in Japanese, but like. I love weird in Japanese. Are there Listen, multiple routes? Yes. There are multiple if, endings, multiple routes, multiple bad endings, good endings, stuff like if that. If you're listening to this, I hope you should already be familiar with weird Japanese shit. Yeah. That's like our real house. If you look at the if you look at the poster and you see the villain in the background of the poster, that is the most Danganronpa bullshit. <laughs> Let me see, hold up. That is the most Danganronpa bullshit I've ever seen, and I love it. He's just like big man in black rags with a gas mask on. Like, <laughs> that's, that's either Danganronpa or Virtue's Last Reward. Yeah. Yeah. You're all right there. Yeah. It's one of those. But it's a fantastic game. I recommend it to people that want that nice FMV choose-your-own-adventure experience. Some of the deaths in this game are fucking fantastic. I will say one more thing about it. Groundhog Day type shit. ReZero type shit. Every time oh. you die, you start back from a checkpoint and you acknowledge it. Oh. So, there you go. Um, I love that well, for, key, for, for key deaths, obviously. Side deaths, you'll just start back from the checkpoint. But like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is... Some some of them are fucking hilarious. Oh no. Uh, some of them are really dark. And it's all just it all it all just comes together into one of the best pieces of weird Japanese interactive cinema I've ever experienced. <laughs> Death Come True, totally recommend that. I played that the day it came out, and uh I've been wanting to talk about it, but we didn't have a show last week, so I just had to keep it fucking secret from everybody. <laughs> Um, and now we'll move on to the one anime I've watched this week. <laughs> uh, and Hadar was in a call with me and Adrian because Adrian's the only other person I had to talk about this anime with because I didn't want to spoil it or talk about it to you guys because I wanted to save it for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, and every fucking thing he said, everything I said was uh, really gruesome and dark. Like really, really dark. Um, Very. So I watched an anime called Happy Sugar Life. Oh, oh no! That can't be good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they baited me. All right, they fucking baited me. I was on Amazon Prime Video because I have Amazon Prime, and I, we just got this new TV for my dad a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 
and I was watching anime and I was looking for new shit to watch and blah, blah, blah. So I was on Prime Video and I was scrolling through their anime selection and I see Happy Sugar Life. And I'm like, yeah, cute girl. Like, but doing it's cute it's shit. like the Madoka intro. I was like, going to oh, say. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's going to be such a cute anime. They no. pulled up Madoka Magic. Like, oh, God, no. What have I done? <laughs> yeah. So I. Imagine my face when you see happy sugar life and then big happy pretty colors on the on the you know poster and everything. Yeah, and then right. You read You're the like, oh, and it's like cute girls and blah blah blah. And then you start the first episode and it's both of the main character girls standing on the edge of a burning building and they just look at each other and jump. Oh. That's the beginning of the first episode. And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. This is not what I signed up for, but now I have to continue. <laughs> And I did, and I almost regret it. Aww. I'm gonna I'm going to go through the first episode. Just the first episode. And nothing more. And also if you sorry want, if you uh hear dog noises. It's okay. okay. But if if you if you feel like checking it out and and seeing what other fucked up shit happens later, go for it. If you're disgusted by what I say about episode one, stay away because it gets worse. <laughs> okay? So Episode one starts with that, and then you go through the the opening. And the opening, the first 20 seconds is like, happy, fun time, happy, happy, yay. And then it gets all glitchy and dark and distorted and goes heavy metal. And it's like, oh, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you get to the beginning of the first episode. And it's just, la-da-da-da-da, I'm coming home from work. My One of my friends is like, the main character's friend... Uh, they're leaving work and they're like, and she's like, so you want to go fuck some boys tonight? And she's like, no, nah, I'm done hoeing around. I fell in love. And she's like, ah, man, once a hoe, always a hoe. And she's like, maybe you, but not me. Fucking slut. And then <laughs> fucking, I'm not kidding. That's dead ass the way the conversation goes. And then, so she goes home to her new beloved and she walks in the door He's tied up. And no. Is he dead? No. He's oh, he's banging some other chick. No. Oh. It's an eleven-year-old girl. Oh. It, yeah. So oh. it's an eleven-year-old girl, and you're like, mm-hmm. you're already a little creeped out. You're already a little fucking creeped out. But you know, it's a totally non-sexual thing. If if that helps which it doesn't but <laughs> yeah no it's so, about the maid You're the yeah, one. Okay. yeah I know so she is uh, watching over she's taking care of this little girl she lives in they live together in an apartment and um, they they go and they do the thing the little girl's not allowed to leave the apartment the world is scary outside it's really scary you can't go anywhere and so uh, the older girl, main character, she goes to work and she gets a new job and she works this new job for a while. And then a lot of the girls are like really uh, infatuated by her, not like romantically, but just like, man, you're so cool. You're such a proper worker and like a really cool senpai. We love you. And then one of the one of the kitchen guys asks her out and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm already in love with somebody. The manager of the restaurant sees this happen 
and then proceeds to make the main character's life a living hell because she's jealous because the manager isn't the one getting all the attention. Mm -hmm. And a part of making her life a living hell is making her work forever, like overtime every night. And she can't go home to see the little girl that she's taking care of, right? And so that starts grating on her mind. And she gets angry. And so she sees the manager take the kitchen boy that asked her out into her office one night. And then the next day, or a couple days later, she goes in and she's like, hey, why is that overtime not on my paycheck? Oh. And uh, the manager's like, what do you mean? What overtime? And she's like, oh, hell no, bitch. I'm not having this. So she goes full fucking yandere, right? <laughs> you kept me away from the thing that I love every fucking night, and I don't even get compensated for it. And starts roasting the fuck out of her. And the whole time, she's recording the conversation secretly. And uh, so the manager, she, they, there's a big back and forth. And then the manager finally snaps and says, yeah, so what? And then the girl's like, so what about that other boy that I saw you dragging here? And then uh, she's like, oh, him? Yeah, no. Nah. Don't worry about him. He's gone now. And so uh, they finish this conversation. And uh, she's, she's like, haha, I was recording the whole time. Manager's life is destroyed. She's in shambles, crumpled on the floor, right? Mm. And so main character girl walks over to this closet, opens it. Boy is uh, in the closet, tied up. Still alive, just tied up. He's been there for like a week at this point. Ooh. Um, and it turns out the manager just had her way with him and tied him up and locked him there to the point where he was traumatized and scared of older women to the point where he went home immediately after being set free, saw a missing poster for the little girl that lives with the main character, fell in love with that said character to a pedophilic degree, and then what? it cuts back to the main character getting home to see the little girl, putting the little girl to sleep, going to the laundry room, and there you see three trash bags tied up with pretty bows, leaking blood, her family, the little girl's family that uh, the main character uh, murdered. Uh, <laughs> I'm not watching this. Please don't. All I'm saying is once you do, you have to continue. <laughs> I got bought into this by expecting cute things, and I did not get cute things. Good lord. It gets worse. That's all I'll say. Okay. I'm done. That's my week. I'm out. <laughs> Lex? You want to follow that up? Uh, sure. Basically, all I've been doing is working on my Animal Crossing Island, which is, you know, just working on Animal Crossing Island. Mm -hmm. I finally made yards for all my villagers and moved them all where I want them to be. So now everybody has, like, a nice yard with flowers that are their favorite colors, and they have, like, furniture and stuff like that. Um, nice. And then I've been playing Red Dead a lot of red dead i'm pretty much like going through the challenges right now and trying to level everything up and hunting all the legendary animals and doing every single like side quest that i can i think i'm on chapter four still um 
but it's a really fun time. I'm like on the far red of the spectrum because I like to kill randos. Good. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. I'm contemplating playing online after I finish the story and seeing how that is. Because uh, I've heard good things about it, but I'm not sure if I'll like it or not. I've heard uh, decent things, but it's just not being updated nearly right. enough. Well, it, it literally just got an update yesterday. Hey, there you go. So I want to try it. Um, and other than that, I haven't really been watching any anime, but I am on season 10 of Trailer Park Boys. And if any of you watch Trailer Park Boys, you know that it is a masterpiece. Um, From what eh. <laughs> I understand and seen, it's basically like a trashier um, It's Always Sunny. Kind of, except like, I don't know. I feel like they don't hate each other. Mm. <laughs> I I love it. I think it's a fucking great show. And the the bigger their budget gets, the more ridiculous it gets. And it's just great. And I love it so much. <laughs> um, other than that, that's pretty much been what I've been doing. I've been dealing with a lot of car troubles lately. Damn. Yeah. Oh, God, did I? I didn't. Okay. Speaking of just troubles. Mm, so. <laughs> recent. So there has recently been some uh, work done on a plot of land across from uh, my house. And they take heavy equipment up and down the road. Yes. And a couple days or three days ago, or no, two days ago at this point, a sinkhole opened up in the middle of my road where I live. About three, four feet away from my driveway. <laughs> and this is, this is all on my day off. I have to deal with all the shit on my day off. Nice. So I can't leave the house because there's a pot, there's li- a literal sinkhole four feet away from my driveway. Garrett was right. come over for dinner. He could Yeah, exactly. I invited Garrett over and of course that didn't happen because I'm like, he can't even co- drive down the road to get here. So they fixed that. Good, good for the town of Uquay. They fixed that shit in one day. Wow. Infrastructure. Immediately <laughs> followed up by sewage issues. Because <laughs> whatever dirt they were working with got ended up in the sewer system. Nice. Backed up one of my toilets. Fucking flung shit water everywhere. Oh, mm. great. I love Perfect. shit water everywhere. Don't we all? Had to clean that up and do some just work on like the water system, having to drain a bunch of my shit and refill it up. That it didn't that didn't take too long, but I had to clean up the shit water. Not fun. Ew. No. Yeah, shit mean, water is not fun. Everything within a foot of my toilet was wet. Uh, <laughs> like it flung water everywhere. I'm lucky. I because I was I'm at a bathroom cleaner. Luckily, Walmart had like some off-brand dumb shit cleaning supplies. Because mm. I was, I fully expected there to be absolutely nothing on the shelf. It's better yeah. now than it was like two months ago. I was trying to find cleaning supplies. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm desperate because <laughs> it does. It smells terrible. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah, I mean, so. I want you to imagine I have my toilet up against the wall and directly in front of me as well. My, where the towel, my towel hangs. Mm. And so my towel wet, took that off. I had to throw that in the washer. My brother's towel, our floor mat. 
I had to clean all that in the washer. And there is a perfect outline on the wall. You can tell where my towel was because the uh, rest of the wall is wet. No. Uh. Luckily, I've seen it dried up. I took a sniff of the wall, almost non-existent. Got lucky uh. there. But fuck me. I mean, seriously, it was Tuesday. I had the pothole. And I had, though these are my two days off. Tuesday, pothole. Wednesday, shit water. Both my two days off of the week. I was like, are you kidding me? Get wrecked, homie. Yeah, it fucking sucked. I'm so sorry. It's all, it's all fixed now, though, luckily. <laughs> they got both issues fixed within a day. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. That's a plus. Because if that pothole didn't get fixed, we would have been fucked. Like, how do you go to work without a car? How do you go anywhere without a car? Yeah. I'm just hoping it's done for. And I'm half, I would not be surprised within the next couple of days some other bullshit happens. It always, everything always happens at once when something happens. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just, I'm annoyed. Whatever. That's all. You want to, you want to start up your week, Hadar? Yeah. Okay, so I've been playing a little bit more of uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2. It's still fantastic. I've had, had, I haven't had as much like, of a time to uh, play it, unfortunately. But I'm, only, uh, I'm, basically, I'm not closing it at all this upcoming week, so I'll have plenty of time to finally sit down and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten through the first two episodes. Uh, I started the final episode. Though there is another episode. And then like, some other thing that I have no idea what the fuck that's going to be. But whatever. Well, I'll find out when I get there. It's going to be fun. It's great. Um, the, uh, as you guys rem- may remember from uh, the last episode, my Advanced Players Guide PDF had come in. Uh, speaking of, uh, as of today, uh, Thursday, uh, the PDF is available on Archives of Nethys for free, for legally and everything, well, the, all the player options, which is what the entire book was. So, you know, it's fucking ginormous, repeated. So anybody who's trying to get into uh, Pathfinder, you uh, got those options. Because I've been looking at those things and just to have a million and one character ideas. It's great. Oh, um, that actually reminds me of like one small thing. I did start a D&D campaign with my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and uh, my husband. And then um, their friend. So she hasn't been able to join us yet uh, due to like sick reasons. But... We're on a boat, and that's really cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I'm also playing another rat folk, but I'm rat playing folk. like Smarty Spells Cannon Girl. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, some of the ideas that I've had is uh, one of the things. One of the things I was most looking forward to was the um, like the new monk shits, because yeah. you know, uh, new stances, new key bullshit. There's a there's a uh, level 18 feet that's literally just going Super Saiyan, like it specifically calls out like your hair or feathers or whatever, like starting to change color and glow, as you gain a coro like a, a corona, you get an aura, um, uh, and you gain the ability to fly, do more damage, and you have like emotional things going on. It's literally just Super Saiyan. Your spell level is nine at this time, so it's over nine thousand. Ha, funny. Uh-huh. Ha. Uh-huh. Ha 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 ha. Um, it's a lot of really cool shit. Uh, some new alchemical bullshit. Uh, like a new fucking. There's a new fucking um, uh, mutagen that basically keeps up uh with uh, heavy armor 
well, not really heavy armor, just like any armor, uh, item bonus, but when you're unarmed. So you don't have to put anything into decks in order to keep up with, um, in order to keep up with, um, fucking, uh, AC. Uh, uh, well, you still need like two decks, but you know, it's easy as fuck. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You can get that like at level one and not really affect the rest of your build. Yeah. Uh, but there's some new stuff, uh, such as the Dragon Disciple, which gives you like a plus two status bonus, which is a different bonus than item bonus, which means that you now have two more AC than you normally would, which means that there's some nutty bullshit you can do between that, um, the mutagen, or even just mountain stance for if you're a monk, and you have just insane fucking AC now. You will never touch me or my skin. Never. Never. Ever again. Just living boulder. You are literally Havel the Rock. Ah, oh. yes. Papa Havel. Oh. Sorry, uh, real quick. I've had this piece of popcorn stuck in my teeth since yesterday. I finally got it out of this toothpick. <laughs> Congrats, oh my, my God. God. I know that. I know that feeling. You just walked out of Avengers Infinity War. You feel it in there, and you know it's going to be in there for at least a full 24 hours. If getting it out is like finishing Endgame. Getting it out is like nothing. Uh, uh, it's, it's almost as close, like as good. I'd say getting it out is even better than nothing. Speaking of nothing, I'm gonna have something later, but that's when I get into fate. Oh, oh. It's not um, big, but it's also big. We talking uh, Dojin? No. Yes. Uh, Oh, which reminds me, the fucking like con where all the fucking hentai comes out is uh, canceled for this year. Damn. Oh, also the state fair is canceled. Wrecked. Thank okay, God. Yeah, but doesn't come out of the state fair, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> How am I supposed to eat my peanut butter and jelly chicken wings? Make them. Uh, whoa! Why? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. They were pretty good. Don't you fucking start with me. <laughs> Gotta love North Carolina. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're doing awful. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, there's like a bunch of like cool shit. Uh, again, as I mentioned before, uh, outside of the uh, four new classes, multi-classes archetype, there's 38 archetypes you can just slap onto your shit. Like Dragon Disciple, which gives you cool dragon shit. Uh, specifically, um, you can have uh, scales, which it puts you at one less AC as like, your, as like your maximum when unarmed compared to everybody else at your exact same level. Uh, but you don't have to invest at all into decks outside of like two decks. Mm. It's, it's, I, I've, so being one less AC isn't that bad. It isn't. Uh, yeah. Unless, like you're already like, uh, unless like you're already um, like have less AC, like as a barbarian, for example, or something. In which case, now you're two less AC in total. But it, dep- it depends on how you view yourself, honestly. Like yeah. how you view everything. Um, it gives you claws and upgrades the claws of like a of a dragon sorcerer uh, to like do like instead of like D four and then plus D sixes uh, for elemental damage is a D six. Uh, but if you just have like the regular claws, you just do like a D six, but you don't have to like spend a point to uh, gain it. You just constantly have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get dragon breath specifically, like the sorcerer's dragon breath. Uh, you get uh, dragon wings once again. The sorcerer's dragon wings because it's easier to just do that in order to get like statistics and shit. Uh, and then the ability to just like innately turn into a dragon once a day 
and then you can upgrade that to do once an hour. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking good. Pretty nice. Uh, more so if you're not an already martial character, because you'll be doing less damage as a dragon, weirdly enough. Because it does, because uh, the way polymorphs work is uh, you don't get like a bunch of like the uh, like the boat like the bonus damage the classes usually get built in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not really a lot for like dragon barbarians, unfortunately, but eh, it's not bad. The uh, dedication gives you uh, resistance to uh, to your dragon types uh, damage, which isn't bad. It's really fucking nice, actually. The more resistance is the better, always. Um, fucking, there's shit like, uh, uh, Acrobat, uh, which is just a flavorful bullshit. Like, you just, like, you jump around and shit, make it a little easier to, like, jump around and do cool, like, acrobatic bullshit while stall hacking. Uh, the dedication's fucking insane in that you have it, and you'll automatically progress, uh, acrobatics to up to legendary. Which is, which is big, because normally you can only have, like, three legendary skills. With, with just taking this dedication at level two, you will have four. And have crazy dumb bullshit going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other, other like flavorful shit like archaeologist or like mauler and shit. It's fun. It's a, it, it really increases the amount of uh, possible character ideas uh, that anybody can do and stuff. Uh, earlier today, while we were, while we were recording specifically, uh, there was a stream for Pathfinder. Well, Paizo in general, but like there's a, there was a section on Pathfinder and like the upcoming book books and stuff. They announced Secrets of Magic, which is going to uh, include the Magus and Summoner class. And I'm fucking hyped. Because there has not been a, pro- like, a really good way to do a magical fighter thing uh, outside of the Eldritch Archer uh, arch that just came out. But like, in order to like, you know, be a spell sword like everybody and their fucking grandmother wants to be, it's not possible. Or will be possible at the end of the year. Not the end of the year. Like, uh, the playtest should be around like the beginning of September. They said, mm-hmm. so we'll have like an idea of how uh, everything works then. And I've been really waiting. For, I'm really waiting for the summoner as well because you just have a stand. Oh yes, and more, stand. Yeah, you just have a stand. Also, the, one of the main reasons why I was looking forward to that is because back in Pathfinder First Edition, there was a uh, like the capstone ability for a summoner was being able to merge with your with your summon, uh, but there was an archetype that allowed you like turn that around. Like you start out. Usually, with your summon, and the capstone is like separating. So, what I was thinking was, I've been trying to make the the fucking Avengers for the longest time using like Pathfinder, and I couldn't do anything for uh, Iron Man. And then I could just start out fuse of my fucking night ass summon and just have Iron Man armor. Cool. If they like Big Iron Man time. Big Iron Man time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got like Pathfinder and. Curse of the Moon 2, there hasn't really been go- much going on. So now on to Fate. Yay. Yay. Yesterday, yesterday, the new opening for the, mo- for the mobile game came out. We return on the game if you've already beat the, if you've beaten the, uh, the latest chapter. Well, no, if you've, uh, if you've beaten like, the second to the latest chapter. So apparently like, the toggle is supposed to have been for the latest chapter, but I haven't finished it, and I saw that. So I don't know. If you beat it, the new opening plays. And... Yeah. Uh, it's like all the openings and commercials and shit, it introduces like a bunch of like new characters for the mo- for the most uh, recent upcoming chapters and stuff. Mm-hmm. One being in Britain, t- uh, with its uh, deviation from proper timeline being during Arthurian times, 
And fate goes ham on Arthurians, on the Arthurian lore, as you all should know by this point. We got fairies, boys. Celtic fairies. Oh, shit. Yeah. Pretty sure we saw Titania. Pretty sure. Also, big beef lady. Like, the like beef lady as a, like... You guys know, like, the white-haired girl from Dora Hedora, right? I do, yes. Yeah, Noi, yes. We got that beef. Mm. Oh, I... That's... We know, Levi. I eat that beef. <laughs> oh. Oh. Call me Arby's. We got, we got the, the meats. We got the meats. <laughs> Lord Paul. I regret oh. nothing except <laughs> being friends with all of you. <laughs> except uh, for yeah. Lex. Lex did nothing. I'm pure. <laughs> I'm pure. I've never done anything bad in my life. Never. Tell me you would not let Noi choke you out. 100%. I, I, do, I don't know who that is. Looking. Sorry, I'm sorry, Hadar. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Was like, was he was dumbfounded. I was. Yeah, we got some by the sheer kink of this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, other shit like a uh, uh, like big. Uh, th- there's a there's big like all but saying that like the. Uh, that a character that we've all been waiting to fight to fight at the last lost belt is going to be in there, fucking Ort, the ultimate being of Mercury. It's like fighting a planet. It's literally like fighting a planet. I'll fight a planet. Like, like I don't mean like like a, a big fucking thing crashing into you. No, I mean you are fighting against a world. This thing existing is like being next to this thing is an uphill battle that you are going to lose. We have to fight it. It's also fucking ginormous and like did an, an like cast an entire fucking shadow over like a Mayan temple. Yeah. It's, it, it is. We, we are going to die. We are going to die. There is a slaughter. We are becoming crystals. I think I mentioned this thing. Uh, it existing causes everything around it to become like crystallized. Uh, it's literally just asleep, and you f- and you go up to it and you die. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not fun. It's gonna be fun. I can I can see it now. I can see the seventeen billion buffs, all the debuffs reaching from my party into my fucking like second archive. Uh, not being able to do any amount of damage and seventeen life bars. We only have five right now. I can see the seventeen life bars. <laughs> oh no. I can oh, see the no. madmen trying to stall the shit out. Because there's people who fucking stall out every big fucking thing. Who will just do solo stall things and just not take any damage. And, like, they're playing an event, like, three months after the event finished. Because they never turned off their phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, how do you people live? And I can see people trying to do this shit for this fucking boss. Because there's no way to do it otherwise. Also, we got a big fucking beefy ass night at the round table. Like that man, the man's fucking huge. Like he holds, you like your man's huge, don't you? Yeah, he's huger than the fucking Dora Hidoro girl. Like he's just tall. He's not like big beefy boy. He's not fucking like Orion, like I showed you guys. You know, he's just mm. very fucking tall. Large and, boy. Yeah, and like obviously filled out to like so he doesn't look lanky. Like he yeah. like like you're like 
hold, he's holding you in like one arm as he like has a spear in the other. It's a big boy. Also, we get to see Muramasa fucking cut space and time. Nice. Yeah, like he just fucking like comes in all fucking anime as fuck, swings a sword, and you just see like a like you just see a mountain cut and like there's just a fucking part of reality just shifted. Like reflecting everything else because he just cut through space. And it's like, I'm just a simple swordsman. You motherfucker. The fuck do you mean you're a simple swordsman? The fucking mm. also the most cursed running of all time, and I'm not gonna describe that. <laughs> fucking Rara Rasputin. Russia's greatest second king. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you choose for this week's special? Uh it's time, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas Edison. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Thomas Edison time. Oh yeah. I've yeah, been we're... playing Assassin's Creed 3, so let's go. I want to remind you guys, not the not the cast, you guys, that we got to Thomas Edison from talking about the the presidents of the United States. <laughs> Which one is Thomas Edison the light bulb one? Yeah. The, yeah. the guy who stole everything. Yes. <laughs> Which is which they they kept true with in uh in fate, like he he is a really smart dude who just stole a bunch of patents and like minorly adjusted things. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this in in uh, anime talks so everybody can see this fucking design. Yeah. Okay, guys, this is Tom Edison. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Holy what? shit! What the Wait, where, fuck? Did, where did where did you put it? Anime yeah. talk. What the fuck? What kind of anime bullshit is this? What the? That's, Are you no. serious? What I'm serious. Fuck? I'm not joking. That's that's a my hero <laughs> character. You can't fucking lie to me. Yeah, oh that's my. not Thomas. He is here. What the fuck? He's got a rocket engine on his so chest. So into this. <laughs> And rainbow gaming. All right, with, nah, with this is my new favorite one. Fuck the rest of fate. This is the only one that matters. So guys, Holy that's shit. Wearing, that, that outfit he's wearing, it powers him up by the power of every president of the United States who has ever been or ever will be. <laughs> he is all might. He's amazing. All the power was passed down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Holy shit. Oh my god. I, look at him. He's like Aslan on steroids, but with America. <laughs> Fuck it, this is my new phone wallpaper. We're done. <laughs> Hold on, let me see his, his final. Goodbye. No, you need to put his final ascension into a into the uh, fucking is your phone wallpaper. Hold on, it's great. Okay. This one will be my more? lock screen. Here, here, look at this. Oh please, give me oh. more. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. President, God, President Thomas Edison. <laughs> I got the podcast title God President Thomas Edison <laughs> <laughs> Write that shit down <laughs> No, no the, the first one is, is lock screen If there is one thing we get from fate Every week It is a fucking ridiculous podcast title <laughs> You know I'll give that to you Hadar You've yeah. titled more episodes Than any of us have You're welcome it's fucking so good. It's uh, so good. I love it. <laughs> you know, I got to know why he's had the lion. 
Sure. Wow. Okay, so in lore, the, the reason is like he has a skill that allows him to like adjust like adjust things and make them better and shit. So he made his head into a lion so he could be like louder and shit. Wow. The meta reason is because his artist drew him with the lion head as a joke, showed it to the lead designer and like and Nasu, and they were like, don't do it. <laughs> That's it. He just made it as a joke, and they're like, no, do it. Amazing. This is the second fucking design that this, that this artist has, has just presented for no reason. And they're just like, no, yeah, let's include it. The yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what Thomas Edison encompasses. <laughs> no, the first design was like a male uh, Nobunaga. And they're like, yeah, just make it into Nobukatsu, uh, Nobunaga's brother. But make him a fucking, like, Onesan loving wimp. It's fine though. I have a lion head. I'm terrified, but also kind of turned on. I can't even lie. <laughs> Look at it. Big Bara lion. You don't even need to talk about it. Let's just let's just talk about him in all of his glory for a second. <laughs> but no, go on. Tell us more. Tell us more. That is in 2020. <laughs> Okay. Yes. So his parameters are E rank strength, despite the fact that he's that fucking beefy. To be fair, he's still like as strong as ten regular humans. So you know, it's fine. Uh, endurance E X, agility E, mana E X, luck A and MP E X. Endurance, mana, MP are E X equivalent to either D or E. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Uh, okay, so his personal skills are single-mindedness at B rank. There we go. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, the ability to immerse oneself in something, exhibiting a superhuman degree of focus. It was said that Thomas Edison slept for an average of only three hours. Uh, mass production A, because he's Thomas Edison. Mm -hmm. The ideal form of the world, America, that Edison's invention led to. He can map produce a nearly infinite number of soldiers to act as the subordinates. There seems to be some sort of balance being kept, but it's being done by someone or something that is not around him. The resources being consumed are from a place unrelated to America, so he has no qualms about explaining it fully. <laughs> That's the most Thomas Edison thing, though. Dead inside. Because uh, nothing will ever be as cool as Thomas Edison to me. Conceptual improvement. A plus. It won't it won't scroll down. Hold up. <laughs> I don't know if we can continue this segment. There we go. <laughs> we this is the, this the is top. the epitome. This is the top of of fate. Okay, but we have to talk about Lightning God Nikola Tesla next time. Okay, <laughs> okay, sure. I'll take that. I'll take that because if if Thomas Edison is this cool, <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet Nikola Tesla looks like a beast. He, he's he does not have a lion head. I can tell you that, but he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I want to search it, but I'm not going to spoil myself because I've learned it's way better to save these reactions for in the moment. Yeah, then we can talk about the Mahatma Helena Plavatsky, Plavatsky herself. Then we talk about Sherlock Holmes and James Moriarty and Henry Jekyll <laughs> for no reason. Where's the Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> <laughs> Give Jeffrey Dahmer and fate. God. Uh, conceptual improvement is the special right and unfair advantage of improving any tool from any given time or place. A bow becomes stronger, a sword becomes sharper, an axe becomes heavier, etc. 
an A plus rank by combining this skill with mass production. He's even capable of mass producing weapons that demonstrate the same destructive power of a low grade noble phantasm. The amount by which something can be improved depends on the skill of the rank of the skill. At A plus, he's able to bestow conceptual improvements on almost anything outside of divine constructs, which is basically everything. Out again, outside of like Excalibur or Gilgamesh's Aya. Okay. Shapeshift at C because he has a fucking lion head. Though he though he has transformed into the head of a lion, his intelligence and charisma remain unaffected. However, due to his body being over to the edge of bursting, he is unable to control it well, causing his parameters themselves to be quite low. Also, he occasionally just fucking roars out when he's happy. It's great. I like so that. His, his noble phantasm is World Faith Domination Anti-Populous EX. Uh, I, I, I need to show you guys shit is that? I, I need to show you guys this. Hold on. I'm, I need to show you guys this like from YouTube. Hold on. I, and this tiny gif is, isn't good enough. No, no, you guys need to see the video. Uh, Thomas Edison Noble Phantasm. This is the best character design I've seen. In the <laughs> it's so good. Copy. It's it has the no wings. right being it's this cool. The wings that pull it together. <laughs> right? It's gonna be an under anime talk. Gay rainbow chariot wheel wings. I'm so down. The fucking shoulder light bulbs. Why not? Well, you just watched that back to the fucking page. Oh my god. I'm required to watch this. The 20th Century Fox. (laughs) He's amazing. He's just radiating homosexual energy. I love it. Gay crackling with homosexual energy. Oh my god! President of the United States of America. (laughs) I am the president of this great United States of America. The world faith domination is phantasmal sovereignty achieved through Thomas Edison's three great inventions. Having invented devices that eliminated darkness, recorded sounds that would have otherwise faded away, and projected images representing reality, secrets cease to exist in the world as a result. The noble phantasm specifically takes the form of things that exist but were recovered by Edison, exposing things that gain power by means of being hidden or mysterious and rendering, rendering concepts of immeasurable energy to nothingness, eroding people's faith in mysteries to nothing. It is a world faith plundering, anti-populist noble phantasm. Basically, it's the ultimate anti-mystery weapon, which means that uh, that like take Gilgamesh for example, or like a or like a divine or like a Her- Heracles, and he just fucking uses this noble phantasm against them and erodes all their mystery. That powers up all their fucking magical bullshit. He's the ultimate mystery killer. And a war where having more mystery means that you are stronger. It's so good. <laughs> So as a playable character, he punches shit because he's a beefy-ass motherfucker and he has nothing else to do with his life. You've set a new bar. You can't drop below this level of cool. It's not allowed. And <laughs> uh, So in the America chapter, chapter five, uh, he this is where the whole presidency of the United States thing happened. Like, you, uh, fucking singularity how to the, the America. So various points in time in America are all happening simultaneously. Like the fucking Alamo happening during shit. 
But also they're being invaded by the Celts. Because the Celts. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine because America has the power of Indians. I mean actual Indians, not Native Americans. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. Okay. Geronimo is there, though. It is a cool guy. Okay. Also Billy the Kid. Because he's Billy the Kid. And you can't have America without Billy the Kid, apparently. It's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, so fucking Thomas Edison's being powered by the power of every president of the United States that have ever existed. And shit, right? That's how he has like all this fucking magical energy in order to fucking do shit. And it's an army of robots, and they're all painted red, white, and blue. Oh my! Of God. course, yeah. And that's the and that's the army he's using to fight against the Celts, which he he, he fucking needs an army because the Celts are being bullshit. Celts are always bullshit. That's no, so but like Pullen being like pumped full of holy grail energy, and it looks like a big monster cake motherfucker. Uh, and shit, and the guy who wrote this version of Kuhn Holland's also the one writing the chapter, and he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna have him one-shot a bunch of really powerful top-tier-ass people and not even worry about it to show how cool he is. I don't care if that makes fans upset. It's fine. He's cool. Whatever, because on the other side we have Thomas fucking Edison. Fuck you. He's cool as fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. He's now constantly in Caldea. He's constantly fighting with with Nikola Tesla over AC or DC because you know, it's Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla. It's great. Okay. Well, what do we got coming up next week? Give us a give us a name. Uh, Nikola Tesla, the Nikola man. Te- okay. Holy shit! He set up one chapter before uh, Edison did. And did not prepare us at all for the majesty that is the president of the United States. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be looking forward to that next week. We will be back in just a few seconds with the news. Bye bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Back in news. We news. Lion headed. Lion headed yeah. news. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll start with a. Article coming out of Bloomberg, written by Jason Schreier. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, go talking about the current issues and previous issues Ubisoft has been through. Yeah. Basically, if you want to know about anything scummy happening in the gaming industry, follow mm-hmm. Jason Schreier on Twitter. Because he covers all of it. Like, actually all of it. <laughs> Was the one there who are covered... people screaming outside. I apologize for that. I hear that, yeah. He's the one. He's covered all the Ubisoft news. He did the Rockstar news. I'm pretty sure he did the Naughty Dog news. He basically covers everything sh- shitty happening in the industry. Yep. And he does a good job. So um, I'm not obviously I'm not going to read this whole article because it's giant. I have cut out some uh, paragraphs and little statements. So, this is titled, The Developers of Assassin's Creed Odyssey Wanted Cassandra to be the only playable lead, but a lot of the upper echelon were telling all the lowers that women don't sell games. Excuse you? Yeah. That's the most wrong thing I've ever heard in my life. Someone missed uh, the the memo that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sold a fuck ton. I mean... The biggest, probably Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with the in-studio issues. Five brothers started Ubisoft 
Entertainment in 1986, and since the video game company has survived seven generations of game consoles, four recessions, a hostile takeover bid from France's largest media conglomerate, and a global pandemic. Ubisoft is one of the world's largest game publishers, the maker of blockbuster series such as Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, and the Guillermo family still maintains effective control. Now they face a new crisis, allegations of widespread sexual misconduct at the company. The situation has shaken up the founder's inner circle and raised major concerns about how the business was managed for well over a decade. More than a dozen people made public claims of sexual harassment and abuse against employees of Ubisoft over the past few weeks. In interviews with Bloomberg Businessweek, many employees detailed an atmosphere that was hostile towards women, often describing the Paris headquarters as a frat house. Staff openly made misogynistic and racist comments over the publisher's various offices, and senior executives took part and escalated the misconduct in the form of appropriate touching or other sexual advances, current and former employees say. On one occasion this summer, when Ubisoft sided with, the, uh, with an alleged victim, the company removed the woman's boss and rewarded the woman with a gift card. A gift card? A gift card. They gave her a gift card. Fuck. This is a quote from uh, Ellen Lee, who works in marketing promotions. The culture there is really hard as a woman. If you weren't part of the boys club, you were just working hard on the outskirts. So that gives you a good idea of how things are run over there. And why we don't really have any female-led games. And this is uh, this obviously influenced their games accordingly. For the next game, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, an early outline of the script gave equal screen time to the twin protagonists, Jacob and Evie. According to three people who worked on the project, in the end, Jacob dominated the game. Assassin's Creed Origins, released in 2017, was originally going to injure or kill off its male hero, Bayek, early in the story and give the player control to his wife, Aya, according to two people who worked on it. But Aya's role gradually shrank over the course of development, and Bayek became the leading figure. Mm-hmm. So we too see two various, very obvious examples of women in these games that were going to have more dominant positions, or with Assassin's Creed Origins, even be the main player you control. But obviously yeah. that switched. Who's... Whatever. Development of 2018's Assassin's Creed Odyssey went much the same way. The game tells the story of siblings Cassandra and Alexios. The team originally proposed making the sister the only playable character, according to four people who worked on the game, until they were told that wasn't an option. The final product gives players the choice between the two characters. Another example where Cassandra, the sister, was supposed to be the only playable character, but the upper management, you know, women don't sell, so they had to put Alexios into the game. Yeah. And so and- I can directly uh, say that it is very clear when you play that game that Cassandra is supposed to be the canon option. It's remarkably clear. All of her dialogue is better paced, better spoken. You can tell that Alexios was, you know, rushed to throw in after the fact. Yeah, I started up New Game Plus with Alexios and it's just not there. Yeah, I've played a pretty decent amount of that game and I've from the beginning you hear nothing 
other than Cassandra is the one you have to pick. Yeah. Cassandra is obviously the, the clear choice. Oh, remember back, what was it, Assassin's Creed Rogue, where they were getting a lot of shit for having no female characters? Mm -hmm. And their excuse was they're hard to animate? Yeah. Well, hopefully, and then they made a female character, and they were like, oh, "So we lied." Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, this is just another example, and I've talked about this um, in relation to Skater XL, even because earlier, right before we started recording, I was uh, having a somewhat heated discussion—not an argument, but a discussion—with someone uh, who stated that. He finds it scummy that uh, Easy Day Studios released the 1.0 version of Skater XL as the, you know, full release for $40, charging full price for it. And I was like, if you think that's scummy, welcome to the fucking gaming industry. <laughs> because for this, it, as an example, Ubisoft starts every fucking game that they've released I believe since uh, Syndicate, or maybe even earlier, with a little splash screen right before anything else, before any studio logos or anything, stating the diversity and everything of the teams that worked on their games. And they're hiding behind that. And they have been for a long time. So, you know, it only makes sense that this type of shit gets outed. Let me see if I can find that. I'll read it out. Yeah. I could boot up Assassin's Creed Odyssey right oh, now. Here we go. This I <laughs> I remember the first time I saw this was in Assassin's Creed 2. Hmm. Inspired by historical events and characters, this work of fiction was designed, developed, and produced by a multicultural team of various religious faiths and beliefs. Ah, oh, yes. And I think Yeah, that's right. Because it did start way earlier because I remember seeing it in four as well. I'm pretty sure they've updated it throughout the years. Yeah. But it's, that is it's along the same lines, though, yeah. still, to this All day. All beliefs are along the lines of, if you have a dick, you're king. If you don't, get out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they were going. I believe I saw one. This was on Twitter. This wasn't in the article. There was a quote from one of the senior managers going, our, just, our character needs to be alpha, and we need an alpha male in the game to get sales. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? God. And anyone who's played Odyssey, you played Odyssey, right, Chris? Uh, quite a bit. How fucking cool would it have been to play as Aya? Because she was obviously... You mean like, Origins. Origins, yes. yeah, my bad. No, Aya was so fucking cool. She was obviously supposed to be the badass assassin. Oh, yeah. Because, like, by it, like, I'll be real. Part of the reason I didn't finish that game was because my computer back then when I was playing it was struggling to play it. But another part of it was just the nothingness of Bayek's character. Like, he's just... Alpha. He's just going on with whatever people tell him to do, not questioning anything. And it's just grr, man, testosterone-fueled, seek for revenge. Mm -hmm. and otherwise, he's still an alpha. Whereas you play as Cassandra in fucking Odyssey and it's, she emotes herself so well. Like, and it's so much more than just, uh, you know, finding my family. 
It's mm-hmm. finding my family and helping and with their help making Greece as great as it once was ending the wars. And that's, you know, so much more. Well, it comes across better playing as Cassandra than it does as Alexios because they just completely rushed adding that in at the end. Yeah. Cassandra was meant to be the lead of the game. Yeah. And I'm not going to like, it's basically the same game regardless of who you choose, but clearly Cassandra is the better option just because not only did her actress put so much work into that character, developing that character, you, you can just feel that that's the way it's meant to be. Yep. Um, we'll probably have more Ubisoft news coming up in the next month. I mean, they have been going through absolute hell right now. Yeah. Right now, this this whole thing stems from the fact that people like this is all being called out on because of the option to in Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, to be able to switch at will between male and female at any time, mm-hmm. making them both, you know, canon in a way. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 definitely have more to say about this because uh, there's going to be more coming out. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Up next. We got some right. major leaks from Nintendo. Oh, yes. The Giga Leak. Also, Animal Crossing update today, July 30th. <laughs> what a, I, don't, I don't have that on the docket. You want to go You want to go into that? Um, so, basically, there's going to be... Um, it's like fireworks shows every night during the month of August, okay. I believe. Um, let me pull it up really quick so I can give you like a better explanation. Okay, how about this? I'm going to do this article while you get yours ready. Yeah. Cool, cool. So this is a, a huge leak coming out from Nintendo's early times. A massive leak of apparent Nintendo source code is giving gamers a rare, unauthorized look at Nintendo's development process dating back to the Super NES era. It's illegal, but you won't look at it Nintendo has not responded to a request for comment, but the sheer size and complexity of the leak points to its authenticity. Faking this much data is a believable way. Would it Basically, you can't fake all this. There is so much data we have coming out of yeah. it. So this is just uh, some plot points coming out of this. We're going to have more coming out as the weeks go on and people can get better looks. So in Super Mario 64, they discovered a 3D model for Luigi. It was real. Mm-hmm. It was real. It was real all along. Yep. A Yoshi's Island prototype labeled <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 5. Yep. Pokemon prototypes from early and unused sprite designs. An original <laughs> prototype named Super Donkey featuring a Rayman style character in a Yoshi's Island style world. Sprite data for Luigi giving a middle finger. And Bowser <laughs> outside of his clown copter in Super Mario World. The Luigi one may be fake, or somebody really had some fun. Yeah. A version of Star Fox 2 with previously unseen characters. High quality voice samples from Star Fox 64, F Zero X, and Super Mario 64 before they were compressed to fit on the cartridges. And graphics for a pilot wings prototype called Dragonfly previously seen in magazines. Oh. Yeah. 
Just it's a lot of cool shit. I mean, there's a lot. This is just skimming the surface. Mm-hmm. We have all the source code. We have developer notes that were written in the source code that you were not supposed to see. This is a really good inside look to how Nintendo made their early games and how they're presumably still making their games. Yeah. Would you like to continue, Lex, with your story? Yes. Um, So apart from the first update, obviously added diving so you can go for marine life um, and also added... I always forget his name, but there's a little otter that they added. I forget his name. Oh, his name is yeah. Pascal. Um, he uh, asked for scallops, basically. So that was pretty much like the first summer update. But the update that just came out today uh, is seasonal events, fireworks shows have been added. So I believe um, they do start every night. I forget what time it is. It doesn't have it in this particular article. Uh, new seasonal items, obviously. Um, new features were added to the camera phone app, allowing you to turn off guide information by pressing the R stick, so you can kind of get a feel for how your pictures are going to turn out without all the overlay. Um, mm-hmm. Your the funny glasses items are now going to match up with pl- uh, player skincare skin color variations, so it's mm-hmm. not you're not you're not just going to look white anymore if you have a darker skin tone um, and you're wearing them, which is really good um, for online features. They added a feature with Luna, and if you know any of the other past games, you know Luna has her dream suite. Um, So you're now going to be able to fall asleep in your bed and go explore people who have uploaded their islands. Um, You can explore their islands. I don't really think you can, like, interact with them or take anything from the islands, but you can basically just visit and look around you know and see what's up i i haven't been to it yet so i'm not sure if you could take things from their island but i i know it's like an upload of your island where it is currently and people can explore it so i will probably update you guys on that next week from Um, what i think i've heard is you basically go to their island and anything you do doesn't matter because once you leave it nothing changes Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like, um, it's like whatever they uploaded, it stays like that, and their personal island doesn't change. It's like a digital copy yeah. of their island uploaded to the Dreamscape, and you can go and visit that. Um, they added new features to the custom designs portal, and you can de- uh, search by designs by name or type, and you can have a list of favorite creators. And then they added something that's really, really big that a lot of people have been asking for uh, is backup save data to Nintendo servers via the internet. Uh, but the only thing is you have to have Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Switch online to be able to do it. But uh, most people that have Animal Crossing already have Nintendo Switch online because otherwise you won't be able to visit other people's islands. Um, save data cannot be restored if your system is like broken or lost and you didn't back it up beforehand. And it does not allow save data to be transferred to a different system. But Nintendo has said they plan to be adding a save data transfer within the year of 2020, which will be really good for a lot of people who are trying to get like the Switch 2.0 versus the original one with the original battery life. Um, So that's going to be a really, really good thing for a lot of players who have had to start over or something happened to their Switch, like their Joy-Cons are messed up, whatever. Now you'll, uh, by the end of the year, you'll be able to, transfer your save data but for now they just have the backup restoration store service and there's more on that uh 
on Nintendo's website, like a full rundown of what it actually is. But that's pretty much it for the update. And I thought it was really, really neat. Yeah, good. To, it's good to see them doing actual work with cloud saves. Oh yeah, and then there's gonna uh, there is a upcoming update for October too. I'm I'm really impressed to see how much they've been updating Animal Crossing, especially since the last games was pretty much like they gave you Animal Crossing and we're like, okay, well this is how it's gonna be. Um, and they've been doing a really good job to add interesting events and things to keep the player interested. Uh, I think it's a uh, probably the best Animal Crossing experience I've ever had. Like uh, the other games, obviously good on nostalgia, but the, the time and effort they're putting into the new game is absolutely astounding. And the amount of things that you can do versus even just in uh, new leaf are amazing. And I like really, really, really would give it like a probably either a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 for animal crossing games so far. Cause it's honestly nice. been an amazing experience. Although I can't really put, I can't really sink 400 hours in Animal Crossing like some people can. Like, I know some people can play all day or whatever. Uh, I'm going a little bit slower with my island, but I don't have really any bad things to say about the game besides the fact that you can't craft multiple things at once. Okay, good to cool. hear. I'm really looking forward to the what's going to be the Halloween update, and I want to see some haunted houses. Oh, yes. That would be incredible. I'm excited for spooky decorations. <laughs> spooky, spooky season. Ooh. All right, cool. Up next, Splinter Cell Netflix animated series. Oh, let's, let's, let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> Ubisoft and Netflix are partnering for an animated series adapting the Splinter Cell video game franchise. Derek Kolstad, the writer behind the John Wick movies, will write and executive produce the series. According to Variety, Splinter Cell has received two seasons, 16 episode order from Netflix. Splinter Cell had long, had long been in development as a feature film for the star Tom Hardy, but the trade says the project is currently inactive. I feel that since they did such a good job on The Witcher, it, I mean, it might turn out good. Yeah. But as nope. usual, like with video game adaptations, you never really know. But Netflix has been doing a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I, The like, Witcher is definitely the most start like outward one that's done absolutely great. Yeah, honestly, like I feel like Netflix really does. Uh, usually, usually they do a really great job with their shows. Yeah, all I'm reading out of this is there's going to be a Splinter Cell game. Okay, so they don't really have any like any any details at all. We have no details other than that. Honestly, I'm assuming it would go through because Netflix, but yeah. right. I'm still not confident this is even going to happen. Right. Because we've seen plenty of video game movies slash TV shows canceled. Yeah. Right. But all I get from this, if they're making an animated show, they're probably in the process of making a game. Do we know if the Bob's Burgers movie is still happening? I have no clue. Uh, I not not related to that, but I'm pretty sure the Mega Man shit's still going. Right. What about the uh, Sly Cooper movie? I doubt it. Big doubt. Yeah. I've heard nothing over the past year we've done this podcast. Right. Probably because no one liked his sprite. I thought he looked pretty okay though. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Up next, we're going into some Ghost of Tsushima news. Yay. Ghost of Tsushima is now PS4's fastest-selling first-party original IP debut, 
with more than 2.4 million units sold in its first three days of sales. Damn. We can probably expect to see another one. Oh, yeah. I, was, no. I, haven't, I haven't gotten to the ending yet, but I assume we will. I have yeah. a lot of games to play just because Tom has got a lot of PS4 games for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And after I finish Red Dead, I'll probably play them too. Um, I did want to mention a shout out to Levi. Thomas is absolutely enjoying the fuck out of Double My Cry 5. Good. It's a great he, game. Yeah, he loves it. He's having such a good time. <laughs> good. Listen, all I'm going to say is when he reaches Michael Jackson, let me know. Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, he'll definitely tell me. I've been asleep for mostly when he's playing it because he plays it in the morning before uh-huh. he goes to work. And I'm usually like in bed still. But from what I've seen, it's really, really cool. I saw him fight with V. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that those mechanics were really neat. I really like the bird. I think he's really cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're getting a Ghost of Tsushima update, bringing a new lethal difficulty, lower intense combat, and text options. Oh, so yes. let me pull up this. This is coming from Sucker Punch. So new difficulty level lethal. Enemies' weapons are more deadly, but you're also more deadly in return. Enemies are more aggressive, they detect you faster, and the parry window is significantly shortened. Lower intensity is enemy attacks that would normally be unblockable become blockable. Blocking keeps you safe through almost all combat. Enemies will break off their combos after hitting you once. Enemies will not attack you while you're hearing. And... It makes stealth easier. Okay. Text options, you can play around a lot with the subtitle options. Font sizes, I would assume, shit like that. Yeah, and you can okay. add subtitle colors. Red, blue, nice. red, or green. Okay. And finally, Yakuza director praises Ghost of Tsushima, saying Japan should have made it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the weebiest ass game to come out. Yeah. Of not Japan. Right. So I got some quote from him. He said, to be honest, we Japan were beaten. Yeah, of <laughs> course we're losing, honestly. I think that's a game that should have been made in Japan. Yeah. Let's see. For the everything you said, it makes me want to buy it. So. It's pretty good. Foreigners who tickle the fancy of Japanese people more than Japanese people are rather amazing, no? There's I'm like really- a... There's There's like a notion that Westerners don't understand things about Japan, but that hypothesis itself is mistaken. See? And then he goes on to talk about how um, the protagonist, Jin, isn't a particularly handsome lead, don't you think? Mm -hmm. At your typical Japanese company, if you showed concept art for a character like him, I don't think it would be approved. Um, That's true. Yeah, all this money development time is being spent on a middle-aged old dude. It doesn't. It's just not something that would happen in Japan. Yeah. So, hey. Japan, step up your Japanese games. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Ugh. Rocket League? Oh, okay, so now we're going into old news. 
yeah shit i had from the week we missed the week we missed so you probably already know about most of this rocket league is going free to play no longer available on steam it will be epic exclusive Mm -hmm. if you already own it on steam obviously you get to keep it yeah you get to keep it and if you are a pre-existing player you get legacy status we still don't know what that means yeah (laughs) shin megami tensei 5 coming 2021 to the nintendo switch you have no idea no news. you have no idea how hard i was when i woke up and hadar was like hey chris watch this and i was like okay and then the thing that follows just made me bust immediately continue continue (laughs) shin megansi 3 shin megami tensei 3 nocturne is getting an HD remaster. I literally said this on the last podcast episode. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Yes, I did. No. I I no. said I said no. it may not have been the last one, but it's no. on a recent one. I said Shin Megami Tensei 3 remaster or remake or whatever would make me fucking bust. I didn't say it was going to happen. I just said if it did, I would bust. bust, And you did. I'm not going to say I called it, but I called it. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, And it's based on the Japanese version, the Maniacs edition, not uh, the Western version. So you don't get your cool Dante. You don't get Dante. But it's fine. You get Raido Kuzunoha, who is just as cool. Okay, up next. Bioware executive producer Mark Dara says that Dragon Age 4 is still being worked on and y'all need to shut up and leave us alone. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. A game like that isn't going to come out, like, immediately. Also, Lex, are they listening? (laughs) Always listening. listening. They're all listening to our shows. Yes. That's our weird. podcast we yeah. predict the show we predict the gaming industry now we're yeah. those guys <laughs> next art of the mass effect trilogy expanded edition book pops up for pre-order what? insinuating insinuating that we will be getting a mass effect trilogy remake soon <laughs> yep. an art book marked up <laughs> mass effect trilogy <laughs> yes hell yes oh my god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. The hype flows. <laughs> this is this is me with the Shin Megami Tensei Five and Three remaster announcements. Oh That's god. just. Oh my god. I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Lex is the best. I will suck a million dicks for a new Mass Effect trilogy <laughs> right now. I'll start right now until I get the Mass Effect remaster. I swear to God. <laughs> it appears to be happening. You have no idea how how long you're going to not see me after that comes out. Every dick sucked is one millisecond faster that you get it. And it's completely it. worth each and every one. <laughs> it is worth it. I don't. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I was about to get to that point with SMT five, 
I was about to get there. It's been fucking six years. God, you know how many, how much time I spent on Mass Effect 2 just to have my save file get corrupted? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It literally got corrupted right before the last battle. And no. I was like, fuck everything. <laughs> and then I couldn't uh, transfer my Shepard from 2 to 3. And then I stopped playing because I said, well, I can't have my Shepard anymore, so fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, up next, Deadly Premonition gets the first patch on Nintendo Switch. Oh, shame. I saw a clip online. You know, um, Eris, the streamer. Yes. He sat through a nine-minute and thirty-second loading screen. Again, this is what we want. No, I don't know no why you're complaining. Wants, no one wants a nine minute thirty. Second. Anyone who played Deadly Premonition One wants a nine minute loading screen. No, <laughs> no, you've never played it, so you can't talk. Shut up. Okay, moving on. Apparently, I can't <laughs> talk. I will shut up. <laughs> on July twenty seventh, twenty twenty, every player nuke has been disarmed on the PS three version of Metal Gear Solid Five. Earning a specific cutscene. Yeah. I posted this in gamer chat. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. I saw this on Reddit uh, the other day when it happened. And, um, bro, Kojima, I'm telling you. He, it's a he, movie. It's literally a movie scene, and it's so good. Kojima, he did that. He put that in there. There's a, there was a chance that it would never happen. Well, he put it in there anyway. Yeah, because so, he knew. Okay. So for everyone who doesn't know, Metal Gear Solid Five has a multiplayer mode where you build up the defenses of your base and attack other bases. Mm -hmm. In doing so, you can make nukes and steal nukes. And this is everybody online. Everyone on this multiplayer server. The only way to get this cutscene was to disable every nuke in multiplayer. For reference, this game came out when? Five years ago? Six years ago? Fifteen, I think. Fourteen. It took five 15, years for this to happen. Yeah. It was, yeah. We, it's very real we could have never gotten this cutscene. Yeah. But people that play Kojima games know... There's always something else in a Kojima game. I don't doubt that there is something in Metal Gear Solid 3 to mm -hmm. this day that is undiscovered. Oh, I don't yeah. doubt that. Kojima does that type of shit. Fucking love that man. Fuck. <laughs> so good. Uh, we're moving on. We have some uh, announcements that came from the Microsoft game show. Mm -hmm. Avowed. Which, uh, it looks like a Skyrim. Yeah. But based in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Yeah, which makes me excite. I'm hyped for anything Skyrim-like. Yeah. I'm playing through it again right now. It'll definitely, it'll definitely be easier to get into than Pillars of Eternity. God, um, I hope so. <laughs> that type of game is for a very specific type of person. Like me, or... Pat, that's it. We're the only ones. Yep. So, you know, like, ooh, I'm hyped for that. We got some Halo Infinite gameplay and trailers. 
That looks like some good ass Halo, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, they're very obviously trying to go back to the art style of Combat Evolved. Yes. Which some people online are shitting on, but I think it's a stylistic option and I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Cuphead is coming to PS4. Yay. As of, as of you listening to this. New game, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Side. Um, it's Vermintide, but set in the 40k. I've never heard someone say 40,000. It's so weird. Yeah, 40k. So weird. But yeah. No. I, I'm way more interested in this one than Vermintide. Yeah. Because fun space marine shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just Left for Dead, but with Vermintide is with rats, and this one is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to Steam in August. Will it work? Maybe. We'll see. We shall see. EA's new multiplayer game, Rocket Arena, has been a total failure. Mm. Of course. <laughs> Let me get the metrics on that. So, game came out a couple weeks ago. It's already 75% off. <laughs> Let's Jesus. see. As of the As of the release of this article, the peak concurrent players for the last 24 hours as of the release was 142. And the peak concurrent ever was 913 on the day of the game. Oh my God. Ever. This was on release. 913. Jesus. Oh. Eh. Wow. The game didn't look good in the first place, so. Get wrecked. Let's see. Sekiro is getting a free update. Mm-hmm. It will be getting um what what are they calling it? Gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can go back and fight old bosses to get new cosmetic rewards. Yay, bloody palace. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and it is adding a remnant system, which is a lot like the blood pools from Dark Souls. Where you can record, but it's just slightly different. You can record up to the last 30 seconds of time in your game and place it with a message to show other characters. Okay. Like a more in-depth, hey, if you don't want to die, here's what you should do. (laughs) Or don't do. (laughs) Exactly. Hadar, are you still there? No. Okay, I'll skip the news he added. We got some uh, new information for the uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba movie. Uh-huh. Or I should say, we're getting more information on August 2nd. Yeah. I still wonder if it's going to come out this year. Doubt. Yeah, doubt. Press doubt to X. Speaking of things being pushed, Uzumaki anime adaption has been delayed to 2021. Good. Take their time. Please yes. do. I want that to be as fucking phenomenal as it can be. Yes, I want it. I want it to make me feel like reading it made me feel when I was in middle school. Facts. 
And finally, we got some news. My Hero Academia is the number two most popular TV show in America. Hell yeah. It's the most American anime that there is. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. United States of Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's for reference, it's just below the number one SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Imagine being usurped. Imagine being SpongeBob and then be someday being usurped by Anime. May. Okay, and I was waiting on you, Hadar, for final news. Thank you. I, sorry about that. It's in crew chat, just to remind you. Crew chat. Crew. I just copy pasted what you asked me to. <laughs> ah, right. That time Hadar nutted during the trailer. <laughs> More fate dumb bullshittery. So, so the other you week. thought it was over. You thought it was over. The it's other never- week, it was the 10th anniversary of Fate Extra, which was the, which is the more science fiction-y timeline of Fate. We actually got one, we actually some, got some of those games. Uh, Fate Extra, Fate Extella. Uh, Fate Extella Link just hit mobile games for some Unoptimized reason. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Uh, anyways, so uh, last year, a bunch of uh, ex Square Enix and Atlas employees uh, came together under Type Moon and formed Studio BB, uh, a uh, studio meant to make but uh, basically uh, Type Moon video games. So fate, because that's the only Type Moon property that gets anything in it nowadays. I'm not complaining, but you know. So, the other day, for the 10th anniversary of the first Fate Extra, they announced Fate Extra Record, a complete remake of the original game. And it looks fucking gorgeous. This is a formerly PSP game, now being launched across all modern uh, consoles. You gonna drop a link or what? That's what I'm doing right the fuck now, you nerd. Because okay. it, 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 it's honestly fantastic. Hold on. Uh, extra record. Yeah, let's put fate in there so I don't get chilly. There uh, we go. 1080p. Ooh. Yeah, so it started with a uh, with a fucking like just transmission thing, and then like it's staticed out. And you hear uh, Fate Extra Rin talking. Telling you things in Japanese that I don't fucking know. Nice. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to put this in Gamer Talk because it's a video game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fate time. Fate time indeed. It's always fate time in this house. It really do be fate time. (laughs) It do. Oh, wow. This actually do look good. Yeah. What the fuck? I told, I told you, it's X Square Enix and Atlas employees. Oh my god. No, you're not getting me with this. I'm not oh, doing you, it. You thought. You thought I'm, I'm not like, doing it. Hey. Hey, Chris. No. <laughs> Remember how I mentioned it's X Atlas employees, right? No, if, don't show me gameplay. What if Stop. I told you, yes. No, but what if I told you the fate was just SMT light? You did, 
And I will acknowledge that, yes, it is Diet Shin Megami Tensei, but... No. Yes. I, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to actively not buy this out of spite. You are I probably buying it. I probably will buy this. Fuck. Yeah, it is officially confirmed for English. And thank you, Levi. Thank you. There is some, every single scene from the original game has been confirmed to uh, be in the remake. And the scene with the uh, dark skin uh, girl with the light hair and the tarot cards is new. So we're getting new stuff on top of it. Okay, good shit. Do we have a when? No, hold on. Just keep just keep watching because there's there's a specific scene towards the end of the trailer that I noted. That's the part where I noted. Oh, I know. I saw the scene you're talking about. Did I send it to you? Or do you know, or do you just know? I just watched it. Right, uh, how far are you in here, Chris? I'm two minutes and thirty seconds in. I've been shuffling through, but. Uh, but look at how fucking good this this obviously Persona game is, though. Fine, fine, fuck you, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> the music, though. Yeah, no. You baby. win. This is the one time where you win. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bone of my soul. <laughs> That's the part, by the way. This that episode one, is the uh, one where yeah. this is the episode that fate finally won. <laughs> you gave me Thomas <laughs> Edison <laughs> and this. <laughs> Okay, well, this has been a fate-filled episode. Last thing, to clarify where I nutted in this, because it wasn't the it wasn't the beginning. No, it was was the end. Yeah, the the moment you just fucking hear Archer's "I am the bone of my sword," and it's just one continuous nut until the end of that, because that looks fucking phenomenal. The eye where you see the reflection, unlimited nut works. Exactly. (laughs) That was me. Unlimited network. You can't escape from crossing dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, podcast title. Well, we that's go. the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week with probably more fate talk and news. Bye bye. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.